With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenet Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio, open His eternal Word, and study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we study the Word of God today. We're turning in our Bible to the book of Galatians, chapter number 6, and I'm reading verse number 7, 8, and 9, and continue our study on God's law of sowing and reaping and the effect of that law, the harvest, on the local church when a church has a scriptural-based missions program. The Bible said in Galatians chapter 6, verse number 7, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse 8, the Bible said, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sought to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And then in verse 9, the Bible said, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We're looking at God's law of the harvest. I pointed out to you on yesterday, there are four principles in God's laws of the harvest. Number one, you reap what you sow. Number two, you reap after you sow. Number three, you reap more than you sow. And then number four, you reap according to how much you sow. You reap what you sow. You never planted beans and gathered squash. You never planted okra and gathered cucumbers. You never planted wheat and gathered corn. You reap what you sow. Then number two, you reap after you sow. There are those in the work of missions who would say, well, if God would give our church or if God would give me some money, then I would give something to missions. That's like me standing by the side of my garden and saying to my garden, if you would produce, I would plant. Sowing is first and sowing costs. So you reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, and then you reap more than you sow. And I said on yesterday, in my garden, I planted a grain of corn. The grain of corn came up, produced a stalk that produced two ears of corn. I gathered those two ears of corn, counted the kernel on them, and there was over 1,100 grain that came from one. So I reaped much more that I had sown. You reap what you sow. You reap after you sow. You reap more than you sow. And then you reap according to how much you sow. If you sow a little, you reap a little. If you sow a lot, you reap a lot. The Word of God said in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 6, He that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So you reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, you reap more than you sow, and you do reap according to how much 
you sow. And again, I must make this statement. There are those who would say, well, I don't think you ought to give to get. And my friend, listen, I am not talking about gaining personal wealth or gain. I'm talking about a plan that God lays out in his word, whereby God blesses those who give to missions with more so they can have more to give, so they can receive more, so they can have more to give. And God's method of financing missions is God's law of sowing and reaping. We give to God, and God gives back to us. I mentioned from the Word of God on yesterday, the little lad had one basket full of bread and fish, and he gave that basket of lunch to the Lord. And the Lord took it, touched it, transformed it, broke it, and then gave to the disciples. The disciples gave it to the multitude. They did all eat, and they were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained, twelve baskets full. So the little lad gave one basket full. God looked at his giving that basket of bread and fish as to sowing it. And so he reaps twelve baskets basketfuls. What's in them? Bread and fish. You reap what you sow. You reap after you sow. You reap more than you sow. The little lad sowed one basket and he reaped twelve. That's God's principles of the law of the harvest. Then I mentioned the lady in the Bible by the name of Hannah. Hannah sowed a child and she reaped five more children. Actually, she reaped six children because she did not even have Samuel when she made her commitment of faith. But she prayed to God, if you will give me a man child, then I'll give him back to you. And God did, and Hannah did, and God blessed it as though she had sown that young lad in the harvest of the Lord, and God let her reap six children for the giving of that one. So my friend, you cannot outgive God. The Lord Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men heap unto your bosom. Again, let me emphasize, we are not talking about personal gain of personal wealth. We are talking about a method set up in the Word of God for financing a mission program that reaches around the world. Again, let me say this, and I'm coming to deal with a text that is before us today. Many people see missionaries only as strangers who come to our church to get our money to go their way and do their thing. And they see missionaries literally as taking away from our church. When I'm preaching on this text from the pulpit, I pull a bill of money from my pocket, I hold it in one hand, and then I reach over with the other hand, and I take hold of the end of that bill, and I just gently slide it out of that hand and remove it as far out as I can reach. That is the concept that most people have about this manner of giving to missions. But friend, missionaries are not strangers who come our way to get our money and go their way and do their thing. They are people that God sends to us to help us that we might reach the world with the gospel. And we can help them by our allowing God to give through us. We sow and then we reap more than we sow. 
so we can give more the next time. If you'll notice in the church offerings, those who gave in the last special offering will have something to give the next time. But those who had nothing to give the last time, it's strange they won't have anything again this time. You say, why? Well, you sow nothing, you reap nothing, you have nothing. If you sow a little, you reap a little, you have a little. But if you sow a lot, you reap a lot, you have a lot. God's law of the harvest is unbreakable. You reap what you sow, after you sow, more than you sow, but according to how much you sow. Now, I want you to notice today in the text here, verse number 7 of Galatians chapter 6, the Bible said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Friend, God will honor his law. I do not care whether it is you robbing God from that which he desires of you or you giving to God that which he desires of you. You cannot rob God and get by with it, and you cannot give to God that which he desires without him blessing you with more than you gave to him. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now then in verse number 8, notice the context. The Bible said, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Normally when a preacher gets in the pulpit and announces his text from Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, 8, and 9, you're going to expect him to preach from the first half of verse number 8. He's going to deal with sowing to the flesh and reaping corruption. He may preach on David's sin, Lot's sin, Naomi's sin, the prodigal son's sin, or on and on. I could go by naming characters in the Bible who did sow to the flesh, and of the flesh did reap corruption. But friend, I want you to notice when you look at verse number 8, there's another half to that verse. The Bible said, For he that sought to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that sought to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. You know what that verse teaches us? There are two seeds to be sown. I believe the seed in the context here is, first of all, our life, and second, our substance. Then I want you to notice there are two soils that we can sow our seed into. We can plant them in the field of the flesh, or we can plant them in the field of the Spirit. And then, my friend, they're not only two seed and they're two soils, but there are two sowings. You're either going to sow to the flesh or you're going to sow to the Spirit. You cannot sow to both at the same time with the same seed. But then I want you to notice there are two substance. Look at what the Word of God said. If you sow to the flesh, then you will of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, then you will of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Now what's he saying? If I live my life to the gratifying of my fleshly desires. I spend all of my money and I spend my time and my energy on my habits 
and my hobbies and the things that my flesh enjoys. Yes, there's pleasure in sin for a season, but, friend, it will not last long, and it'll soon be gone, and there'll be nothing for you in eternity for what you have sown as far as what God's concerned. But, friend, listen. If you sow to the Spirit, you give yourself to God, you give your substance to God, you know what's going to happen? God is going to take the seed that you have sown. Somebody's going to hear the Word of God they're going to believe the gospel, and they're going to be saved by the marvelous grace of God. Now, we are not saved by our own sowing. No, someone else gave themselves and their substance to God, and we heard the gospel, and God saved us. If you were saved by your own sowing, that would make salvation by work. And we know from the Word of God that salvation is not by works. It is a gift of God not of works, lest any man should boast. And so, my friend, we have the choice. We can sow to our flesh, and we'll reap corruption. Or we can sow it to the Spirit of God. We can give our life to God in His service. We can give our substance to God in His service and reap life everlasting. The choice is yours. What will you sow? And where will you sow yourself and your substance. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today. Let me encourage you that you pray for the broadcast that the Lord would bless it and use it to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you that you write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. Would you pray for us? And then as the Lord directs your heart, simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Oh,